I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, welcome to the SCG Podcast, where we speak to business owners, entrepreneurs, and people in fitness and wellness. Today, we have Dylan Pender a former car salesman turned full-time personal trainer and multiple online company business owner. On this episode, we'll discuss mindset, meditation, and how we maintain happiness and growth. So hopefully, today, we all learn something. It's uh, it's always it's always fun linking up. I like talking that shit Absolutely. when we get together, man. So, um, what you got going on now? Um, you know, I was selling cars for the past five years at Niles, and uh, I decided to stop that, follow my passion, do uh, some personal training, mm-hmm. a couple online stores, just to try to stay, you know, financially stable. Because, you know, personal training, it's when you get paid when you find clients. Right. With the coronavirus right now, it's a little bit slow. So yeah, everybody's a little shaky. But it's really good market to, uh, it's a really good idea to start getting into online businesses. Right. You know, everyone's staying at home. A lot of people are Everybody's in the future. doing everything online. Yeah, and I think they start, they will be, you know, yeah. in the future. So I think it's an investment to, uh, it's a good investment to make. Get in early. Yeah. Um, people have been doing it for years, but there's no reason you can't get in now and and you know live on your your own terms, be your own boss, yes. be able to travel. Mm-hmm. So that's the goal now. That's what I'm working on. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. That's why I started the podcast. I wanted it yeah, man. to be. I want I want freedom. You know, no more nine to five. I want to be able to go and travel the world and I can do this anywhere, you know, if I can absolutely 
meet it, new people. Uh, yeah, meet new people and, and create new contacts and and experience life. You know, that's that's the whole goal of to be bogged down with you know eight hour work days. You know, it's, it's not it's not what I want anymore. Yeah, I mean, most people. It's crazy fine. that they live their whole life working, yeah. working that way, and just kind of looking forward towards the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and yeah. that's that's not how I want. I want Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I want them to. I want to look forward to every day. Right. You know. Yeah. I really, if it's just how you make your mindset, yeah. and I want to work for myself. Oh yeah, yeah work for myself and, and and enjoy. Yes. Enjoy what I do. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I enjoy what I do now, but. To do something that is going to benefit me and I can make it happen for other people. You know, if I can have other people underneath my umbrella and still continue something that makes me smile every day, that's what I want. Yeah, man. Absolutely. you got to follow your passion. There's a lot of things you like to do, but your passion is a whole different thing. Mm -hmm. You're going to pour everything you have into it. Um, Something I wanted to ask you and something that everyone who's listening doesn't know is that we've already recorded before yes so we're kind of working out something new and just i want to give everybody quality so we got everything fixed and now we're coming back with a whole different episode and i kind of want to touch base on a couple of things that we had talked about because there was some really good content and i may end up giving you that episode later on Maybe as a uh, a Monday episode or you know something just to just to throw in, um, but maybe a middle of the week Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, something. Just you know, give you some motivation because it was a really in depth conversation and we talked about a lot of things and I didn't think we were going to get that deep. Like we got, yeah, we got deep. Like it's it was serious, man. So. Uh, what was some of your motivations? What made you want to get into personal training and then uh, get into your, your new businesses and endeavors that you have going on? Uh, for the personal training and the, just the gym in general, you know, I was always growing up, I was always the skinniest person, the smallest. Yeah, kid yeah, yeah I was a little skinny too. <laughs> I was bipolar, like the, just, you uh, know, we just could be thrown. skin and bones, you know? And, uh, you know, one day I just decided, I mean, my dad used to always work out. I was used to watch him work out and stuff, and I would try to get in there and work out a little bit, but I never really grew. I was always still the skinniest kid in the room, and then one day I just uh, decided to get a gym membership, and once I was in the gym, and, and really I was like, okay, like, I'm here. Let's, let's do it right. Let's invest my time and make it worth it. And I started to see results. And then I just, uh, once you see results, it gets addicting. So let me ask you something. I was uh, I was talking to uh, my friend Miles, and you know Miles. Of course I know Miles. And uh, right. so we, we in, I was telling him that I was going to interview interview you, and uh, the session came up, and then he kind of told me a story about you being in New York. And that's what really sparked you getting into the gym. You didn't want to get caught lacking or something like that. Well, that, I mean, that's, of course, you know, when I, when you are the smallest, like, yeah, yeah. literally just, and you can't defend yourself when you're living in a place that's just 
rowdy. Yeah, yeah, you know, and you and you have to defend yourself. Right. I mean, it's it, it almost lives with no choice, you know, right. unless you want to just get beat up every day. No, <laughs> no one wants to do no, that. No, no, no. So yeah, I mean, I got into boxing first because um, you know you got to be able to take care of yourself, and I fell in love with boxing. Right. I mean, I boxed for years, and I just I, it's beautiful. There's it's a beautiful. art. There's yeah. a beautiful art to it that people just don't. Know, some people don't understand. Yeah. And uh, you know, after that. Um, I just uh, happened to the gym one day. You know, that boxing, they always said, don't touch the weights. You know, don't oh, put yeah, any yeah. weight they don't on. Want, they don't want you to get too much muscle, and then you're not so, you get you know, stiff. Yeah. You know, and then, so I didn't touch the weights for a while. You know, I just hit the bags and, and got in the ring, and, and I loved it. But um, I was still skinny, and I just wanted to put some put some weight on. Okay. So I went into the gym, and I kind of left boxing behind and just started, uh, I guess, bodybuilding and powerlifting and I, I just fell in love with it. You know, I really enjoyed it. It's kind of really just changed my whole life, you know. It, it sounds stupid, but just putting on weight uh, and change the way you look, the way you, you eat, your your mindset and everything. Just you become more fitting. confident in yeah. life. You just, everything just flows a little bit better. You're just a little bit happier. It's just, an, it's a nice thing, you know. And your mind is, the gym isn't just for physical growth. For mental growth, right. you know, when you teach yourself how to be so disciplined and to how to push through that threshold of pain, like to really dig deep, you can apply that to a lot of things in life. Right. I mean, almost everything. And um, so it was definitely, you know, one of the best choices I ever made was just stepping into that gym. And, and then the consistency is the hardest part, you know, it's a lot of hard work, but I think the hardest thing is the consistency of the hard work every day, day in and day out getting up, cooking, eating the right stuff, not eating certain things, going to the gym when you don't want to, right. or you feel like shit, mm-hmm. and you have to go, and, you know, you end up having some of the best workouts then. Oh, yeah. You feel, you feel just very happy and with yourself, you know? You, you, you were disciplined, and, and you got the, jo- the job done, and uh, you end up feeling better than, like, your good days yeah. because you overcame that adversity that bad feeling and, and hate going to the gym it's in. raining I love that <laughs> to me <laughs> it's like it's raining it's like, like oh no, no 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 absolutely but it's like oh it's raining do I really want to step out and you know yeah. and then you actually go and do it and then it's that that euphoria yeah. after like once I'm there it's 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 game you know yeah. I, I start taking I do my pre-workout and then I start stretching, and then I start feeling it. You and know, music in, and yeah. it's just a, it's just hard to explain. If you, do, I mean, most people, a lot of people know, they get into the gym. I say a lot of people I know get into the gym, which is awesome because I love to see the hardest part is stepping into the gym. You know, I saw this guy, and he was, he was well over three hundred pounds. He was a big dude, mm-hmm. and he just he when he walked, you could tell he was new, and uh, he definitely seemed like he was a little self conscious. Like he just he wasn't really sure of himself, and you you know there's a lot of big old guys that walk around him, and and he was just uh, I was just so inspired to see him there, and he was putting in work, and I you know I went up and talked to him and everything, and he was a super nice guy, and I was just like I don't know because I remember me walking into the gym when I was just super skinny and I was a little self conscious, I was nervous, and I was all it was hard. Right. And, uh, you know, for him to go in there and, and just get, get over it and, and put it in work, and I was just so inspired by that. I still feel like so, that sometimes. Yeah, there's a lot of good things you can see in the gym if you just choose to see, you know. 
know, there's a lot of people coming, overcoming um, insecurities and, and a lot of growth and a lot of progress and, and um, you know, it changed people's lives. Yeah, it's cool. therapy. Yeah, it it's really a lot is. of therapy. It's, it's, a, it's a good learning process, too. You know, you learn your body, you learn to take care of your body, you learn to read your body, you, you, your mind it follows, you learn to take care of your mind, you learn to read your mind, like how it's working, and then, uh, and, you know, you can train your mind as well. Yeah. So, <clears throat> do you read at all? Because when we talk, like, I, I kind of catch on, like, I've been I've been reading. I don't know if you saw my post on Instagram the other day, but yeah. I've, uh, this year, my goal was to read a book every week. And the way that you, well, before in our previous discussion, we kind of talked about the, sp- uh, the secret, secret. Yeah. the secret. Absolutely. And um, so what is it that you read that gets you into that, that straightforward? Well, the secret was like the main one. Right. You know, I think I was telling you, um, it came up somehow, it came to my attention and I kind of blew it off. And then, um. Uh, just like a couple of days later, I was in the gym and I had some motivational speeches on. I like to listen to motivational speeches. E.T. Uh, yeah, Eric Thomas, uh, <laughs> Les Brown, yeah. amazing. Um, uh, Conor McGregor, this was the one I was listening to. Um, he actually had a really good one with Tony Robbins. And uh, and then he mentioned the secret. And I was like, oh, okay, that's the second time in a couple of days. And he's like, yeah, I, I, my sister gave it to me when I was 15 and I, I just... I didn't want to read it. She, she, she made me read it and it changed my life. You know, he's like, you speak things into existence, the mm-hmm. law of attraction. Right. And, uh, you see him in his interviews and he would tell you when he's going to knock someone out. He'll tell you what round and you actually do it. You know, yeah, no. a lot of people say execute. Yeah. Be quiet with your goals and smash them and quiet and, and be quiet about it. And don't let anyone know. And uh, to me, I think it's the opposite. You know, I post a lot of stuff on Instagram, like my fitness stuff, because I, I want to speak it into existence. I want to hold myself accountable for mm-hmm. it. I want other people to know and other people to hopefully get inspired and then to try to follow their dreams, you know, and not really care. Because I've had a lot of people talk shit about, you know, my posting and bunch of shirtless pics and this yeah. and that. I mean... <laughs> What do you want me to do? I'm proud of how far right. I've come. You yeah, know, yeah, I'm about, but it, yeah. It's, no, it's 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 goals, you know. It, and there's there's the, for the people that have messaged me and like truly are inspired and 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 makes it a hundred percent worth it. You know, there's always gonna be people who hate on what you do, or you know they don't support you. But for the few people who really messaged me and were like asking questions and wanted me to train them and help them out, and they're like, you really inspire me, this and that, that's a hundred, it makes everything a hundred percent worth it. Yes. So people can talk all they want, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm out here making a difference in, in other people's life, you know? Seeing you in the gym kind of, it, not kind of, you really do kind of, you push me to want to do more. And uh, we have a mutual oh. friend, Roger, I see him yeah. in the gym and then I'm like, because I, I remember what we looked like before as kids, and I've seen the progression and the and the the, the way that our minds have progressed and grown compared to the people, the other kids that we were around, and you know they're kind of in the same place. And something that I've also noticed is people who work out, not all of them, but for the most part, were kind of pushing that at that extra tier you, you know? even out of the gym right yeah like they're trying to hit trying to hit their goal it's like the gym it's just a it kind of gives you that little extra confidence to go out and just smash the rest of your goals right you know no, it, 
I think it, it, it pushes your mental to a whole nother level. Yeah. Um, I listen to books while I'm working out. Audiobooks? I yeah. Think, yeah it's, see, I used to listen to R&B. Oh, okay. <laughs> but now, but now I'm listening to the to the audio books because I can completely zone out and just listen, yeah. and the world is completely calm. There's no chaos. I don't see anybody else in the gym, and I can just take the words for what they are, and I feel like the message is going straight to me. You yeah. know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah. it's a. It's a you know, when I listen to those motivational speeches during right. my workouts, it's because I feel like I absorb it more. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's just you're in that intense, mm-hmm. your mind is working over, or you know, because you have all the pain, but then you have the endorphins coming in, and those words of encouragement. Yeah, those words of encouragement. You think you, you can't stop. And it, Tell me, it doesn't yeah. give you a few extra yeah. reps. Yeah. And those few extra reps are really what will make a difference between the average person and the. Uh, I play, I play some of those words back in my head. I'm like, as soon as I want to stop, because, you know, you'll go for a couple extra reps. Maybe you're you're set to do eight, and then you're like, all right, well, I'm going to push to do four more, and then I'll do six. And it's because I'm thinking to myself, I always have more in the tank. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I always have more. And, and to find that little bit of extra is just – it. Makes everything worth it. Yes. The whole workout, you know, when you can actually tap into that. Yeah. Not many people can really tap into that zone and push themselves past that pain right. threshold. And it's for me. It's not for nobody else. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, who's it going to be for? Right. You're going to torture yourself. Exactly. It's got to be for yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know. So that's a cool. That's a. It's a cool thing about the gym as well. You know, you really get to test your will in somebody's bonus. You know. Yeah. And uh, that's cool. But, I mean, those motivational speeches, every morning when I wake up, I put them on. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, your brain is like a sponge in the morning. You mm-hmm. know, you want to set the tone for the day. You know, you wake up. I don't need the alarm clock anymore. I haven't had an alarm clock in a long time. You know, my internal alarm clock wakes me up because uh, I was listening to this uh, one motivational speech. And I say, when your eyes open in the morning. You have about, the average person has about two to five seconds to get up out of bed before your mind and your body starts to convince you to stay in bed. Mm -hmm. It's too cold. I can sleep a little bit more. This bed's comfortable. I find I I have about two seconds. Mm -hmm. If I don't get up in two seconds, I'm I'm starting to convince myself to stay (laughs) in. So as soon as your eyes open, get up out of bed. Do something to get the blood flowing. You know, you don't have to do push-ups. I mean, it's a little mm-hmm. extreme every day, yeah. but I like to stretch because, you know, when I'm lifting heavy, um, you know, I get a little back pain sometimes. Yeah, it's you just, get sore you, in pushing a lot of weight. Yeah, so, you know, I like to stretch in the morning. It's nothing, like, too crazy just to get me feeling good. Sure. And uh, while I stretch, I listen to the motivational speeches. Um, and uh, and then I'll read just a little bit, probably like five, ten minutes of reading before mm-hmm. I cook breakfast. Yeah. But uh, it's just a simple way to really make a good start to your day. You feel amazing. I feel amazing when I do it. It's just it's very simple stuff. Right. No, it, it adds it adds to your day. It makes it makes life feel so much like fulfilling. Yeah. You know, and that's something that the secret talks about. It's about making your life better on a different level. 
you know, I, I don't know if I'm really describing it the right you way, are. but like I, um, it sounds kind of stupid, but I got a bunch of uh, sticky notes, mm-hmm. and I put some like I'll change them up every week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I could put something like "Be Happy" on them. And I'll put them on like ten, and I'll put the sticky notes uh, all over. I'll put one on my car, like in my in, inside my car in the center console. I'll put one on the door of my house. I'll put one on the bathroom mirror, whatever. It, and it just really you're just reaffirming your, you know yourself that you know just be happy because you just all you have to do is rewire your brain I and tell it how cookies. to think. Yeah, so I keep I absolutely do. And I, <laughs> I keep fortune the real good fortune cookies. Yeah. I have them on my computer screen. I, yeah, yeah, me you too. Know, some <laughs> me of them too. is like you know work hard so you can play hard, right? And, and with no guilt or you know just stuff like that. And then uh, because if you just keep feeding your mind that stuff, you're gonna wire it to to change into that. One of, that my guilty, one of my guilty pleasures is I keep the wrappers to the Dove candies. You know those little Dove chocolates? Yeah. Oh. You keep the wrappers? What do you I keep the, the I keep the wrap because it's got a message on the inside. So it's oh, like... I don't, I don't, smile, uh, I don't remember how one. Yeah. Uh, a smile is free or... You know, and it's... Simple I, I stuff. Love, yeah, nice, I right? love the smile. And I'll, I'll keep them because it's like... When I'm smiling, I feel like my environment is so much better. Like the people around me are happier, uh, and I—that's because you're making it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. I set the vibe and the tone, and anyone anyone who knows me knows that I usually keep a positive attitude and, and a presence. And if you come around me with a bunch of negativity, I'll probably joke on you and then try and get you to you know change your vibration because when you vibrate at that negative frequency, it brings everybody else's morale down. I just uh, I just had to check my dad, my own father. Yeah. Because I was uh I was over there and I was cooking, and uh, you know I was uh, doing all my meal prep there, and uh, I was sitting there with my music on. It was actually a music mo- motivational speech, and um, I was cooking, and and he's sitting there. He, I forgot what he was complaining about, but it wasn't anything worth really worth complaining about. I told him I said, "Hey, look, I'm over here cooking." I got my motivational speech on. I'm trying to do something positive over here. Let's let's change how we talk and let's talk about something else, you know. And he was he was like, yeah, you know, you're right. Uh, sometimes I just overthink, and I, you know, and it's, sometimes you could just remind people, even myself. Sometimes people tell me, like, hey, just relax, you know, be, be happy, because everybody gets caught up in. Oh life. yeah, life gets crazy for everybody. Right. Uh, no one ever has a no, not perfect ride. So. Yeah, you can't be on that wave all the time. Yeah, it's, it's easy to forget and to get caught up in, in but it's about, cons- it's about consistency. Yes. Being yeah. consistently on that wave will propel you to be more more happy and yeah. and free. Absolutely, yeah. You know, and uh, reading definitely will help you, I think, in that you know what I mean? Because you could just control your mind a little bit more. You know, mm-hmm. your brain obviously evolves when you read. Right. I feel like it's a form of meditation. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just... Meditation is awesome as well. Yeah. I mean, I, that's... I haven't been doing it as much. Mm-hmm. But, man, the way it feels when you meditate. And, uh, you know, I, I used to meditate before. I would go do a heavy lift at the gym. And it would just put me in, like... oh. Just the right clearing, place. Clearing your mind, you feel your body relax. It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah, it's amazing. It's yeah. Really, it's, you know, I'm probably gonna start doing it more. Again yeah, no, talking about, about it, 
yeah. talking about it. Yeah, it's and that's and that's the thing. It's like when we have discussions like this, we may have dropped something that we didn't realize that we we you know let go. It's because you know you get caught up in the rat race. You yeah, know, you're yeah. doing all this stuff. You're working. You got multiple businesses you're trying to start you're doing the personal training and then it's like okay well you know i'm still doing my meal prep i'm still doing this but you're forgetting this one thing that could add extra oh yeah so and then that was it the meditating yeah so i'm glad we had this talk right (laughs) that's what this is all about this whole podcast you know is to just uh, because i i take little bits and pieces from advice from everybody Mm -hmm. and i put it all in my arsenal yeah and now that you're gonna have all these guests on your show Everybody's going well, to picking. Take, yeah, everyone's I'm gonna picking be a, from everybody. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be nice, you know. Yeah. You can uh, pick things and learn things from different people. Bobby Majin Boo. Because yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm really happy that I, I started doing this because uh, Frank, Frank from the gym, uh, Old Town Fitness, um, just he's a good talk, guy. Yeah, no, he's an absolutely great guy. He actually uh, told me to tell you to come to the gym, you know, work out oh, yeah, and as a guest, sure. you know? I, yeah, he's awesome. Or, and even if you don't come and work out, just come and, you know, just no, hang I'll out and just talk. work out. Yeah. And well, there's said, nothing like old town fitness. Man. Right. No, he uh, he also said that you did something really good for him. You, you uh, I guess you stayed for the storm, like you do for oh, every yeah. storm. And you went to go check on the gym for him because I yeah. guess he evacuated. I did. So, he, and, of course, I got a nice workout in there. Yeah. No one was there. <laughs> just to just, uh, burn. Right, he was that the old uh, man. Old man who lived in the back. Right, uh, and he was he was there by himself. There was like no electricity. Yeah, and uh, he's like, oh, well, that's why you went, you went to go. Yeah, you yeah. went to go check on him. Went to check on him. Went to go check on the roof, and uh, he was just sitting there, just in good spirits. Yeah, man, he was a good, good dude. Burn. Yeah, rest in peace, man. Yeah, because he was. They don't make him like no. anymore. No, no, no. That and, guy was a trooper, man. Yeah, man. Um, it was uh. It was good to be there and like to hang out with him and just talk to him like one on one, you know. Yeah, he was a very respectable guy. The the thing is, I really like talking to older people and meeting minds and I just understand. like seeing that they have a. Some of them have a really good positive outlook and just. Eh. All right. So what I really mean to say is, they have they've they've lived a life a life longer than mine, so they have so many experiences yeah. and they can give you positive outlook on something they're like Yo, what are you mad about that for because they've already been through it right? so i'd like to take those as like little like mentorships you know and if i see him i say hi like a, uh i had an ex-girlfriend that worked at the old folks home and the people there i was like oh man you know just the old corny jokes that they had on me like man y'all are <laughs> retarded because you, re- you realize <laughs> you're retarded <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> But I, mean, I, I love, like I said, retarded. But <laughs> I like old people. Right yeah, there, no, they, it, they, 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 they give you a whole other like part of life, you know. The life we haven't experienced yet. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, I love, especially war veterans. You know. Yeah. Um, I've, I've been lucky to sell cars to a few nice, uh, really cool stand-up guys that are war veterans. You know, you just respect all the sacrifices they made. You know, for our freedom right. and the crazy stuff they had to see and go through 
you know, just being, I mean, I don't even like to sleep one night without air conditioning. Yeah. Right? right. They're in the jungle, like, fighting, and, you know, in Vietnam, and I mean, yeah, laid in the two, ditch, and, and you don't know what's about to happen. And this is for long periods of time. Yeah. You know? And you're away from your family. and well, Not only that, I mean, you're uncomfortable, and you're also, they like, fighting for phones. your life. Yeah. yeah. They didn't have phones. They were, there was no, like, hey, I can get in touch with you every Wednesday. It's, it was, there's yeah. no contact. I'm writing you a letter. Much different world back then. Yeah. And you just got to respect anybody who went through that and survived and is still here right. to talk about it, you know? Just a massive amount of respect for them. Yeah. Just try to put yourself in a position, you know? Try to put, try, I always try to do that now, you know, I'm getting older and everything in life. I, and some, I would try to put myself in the shoes of, of the other person. It's helped me out. It's definitely helped me a lot, you know? That's, I think that's the key to life, though, is giving back, showing respect to your elders, and being respectful. Being respectful of, you know, I, I try, well, you know me, you know how I am. I, I give everybody their respect, you know. It's, if you're mad, you're mad. Like, it's whatever. I don't, I'm not going to sit there and argue with you about whatever. I don't know what you have going on in your life. But when I, extend that respect I, I realize that it always comes back like I've had people that get mad they start cussing and they do this and that it's a bunch of rah 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 and then they'll see me and say hey I'm sorry I didn't it wasn't towards you and I know that usually when someone is upset or mad it's it's not it has nothing to do with you whatsoever um it's something that they're going through and they don't know how to to express it other than than that you know so it's definitely something that I've also, you know, and I'm trying to work on as well. I think I've gotten a lot better throughout the years. What, with your anger? Um, yeah. And I've never... I don't really have, like, an anger problem. It's just the way you deal with it when yeah. you do get angry. okay. You know what I mean? Okay, Just gotcha. little things, um, you just try to be like, all right, you know, nah, what am I going to stress over this for? You I would have never pinned you as, like, an angry person. No, nah, I'm, I'm really not. It's just, uh... You just, I guess it's more of uh, me just telling myself in five years, is this going to matter? Right. You know, and then and just. Uh, exactly. Sometimes I, I guess I'm not going to care about it tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not necessarily angry. I, sometimes yeah. I just overthink. Yeah, I just remember you trying to slap box me all the time when we were just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I you bullying Good me times. Lot. Well, I was the smallest one out of all of us. You, you were the second yeah, the skinniest, I was the skinniest. Yeah. <laughs> Lanky ass villain, yeah, no, no. Well, I was, yeah, I was also I was a very short kid, yeah. Until I hit high school, and then I, then yeah, you sprouted, yeah. I don't know what that was about. I'm I really a, upset about that. Rough, I'm still upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll catch up. Yeah, uh, it's not I'm, too late. Though. I'm, I'm still hoping I catch a growth spurt. I'm, I'm praying for it. I thought I was gonna get one. When I, when I, you sure you look taller right yeah, now? Yeah, no, yeah, no. I appreciate that. I, uh, I did Jordan my rib, right? Uh, maybe yeah. it was uh, it was a year ago. I kept telling my, my chiropractor, I'm like, I'm hitting a ghost broke, bro. <laughs> I know it's happening. I think I was like 26. I was like, I know it's late. But crack, listen, crack me up. Yeah, loosen yeah. me up. I, gotta I, already grow. Know, I already know what this is. I'm I getting... can feel it. I'm growing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not all <laughs> prayers come true, but... That one right there, I'm still hoping for. Um, so yeah. So what is your what is your daily routine? What is it that you do every day that keeps you going? We talked about the stretching, um, reading your books. What 
what gets that day going? Waking up. Yeah. That's the start. Opening my eyes. Yeah. Getting up out of bed. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, I do those things to kind of just get me going. Um, you know, writing down your goals every day is going to be huge. Yes. Um, it really just makes it real. Mm-hmm. It makes it tangible. You're writing it down. Um, and I think everybody should do that. Uh, it takes a few seconds. I also heard another speech. This guy said, if it takes two seconds, just do it. Yeah. You know, and that, man, I can't tell you how many times I've applied that to my life. Right. Where I could be running out the door and I need to do laundry, but I'm running. Right. I got to go somewhere. But it takes two seconds to put the clothes mm-hmm. in the washer. It takes two seconds yeah, to putting, take the garbage putting things off. Putting things it off. takes two seconds to, you know, do a lot of things. So you might as well just... You just get it done. Making that phone call. Procrastination you know? is a is a is, can be your enemy. Yeah. You don't you know, and I I used to procrastinate all the time. Yeah. There's a couple things I still procrastinate about, but um one of the things that I told you before, um, was that I, I started this uh I have a planner. It's a basically yeah. What I do is I write down my week and I redo that every Saturday or Sunday. Sunday is usually the start of the week. But I'll write down everything I'm do, uh, what I'm gonna eat, uh, what are my plans and my goals. Uh, right now, I've been continuously uh, contacting and getting in touch with people. Just you know, and one of one of the awesome things about this is I've rekindled a lot of relationships and friendships by doing this. You got a lot of support. Yeah, yeah. Well, people you haven't talked to in a little while. Yeah, does it and, feel good, huh? And, oh, you, you know, gotta love those people, man. Those it's people that it's great, and a lot of it is off of the relationships that we had before because they remember how good it felt being around each other. Yeah, you know. So that's that's the awesome part about it is that that energy is being reciprocated, like. Um, that's so important you. Right, yeah. right there, what you just said. Um, yeah. That's just uh, in, in life, those relationships is key. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, yeah. that's a key factor for good relationships in life. Yeah. And if it's not, just move on. Right. Don't waste your time. No, I, I don't want anybody in my life that's not, that doesn't push on a, on a good wavelength. Like, yeah. That's the other thing. Exactly. Everyone that I'm around, everyone. Is is on that wavelength? Like I've, I'm even uh, right now. We're doing this all in my mom's house. I'm in my old room. I've seen the energy change in the house since I've been coming in and out, in and out, in and out. Just doing, just being here. Um, it feels it feels more lively, you know. Because yeah. I'm in here and I'm turning up. And the stuff that y'all don't hear me doing and saying, like, I'm, I'm, I'm in here torturing my brothers. I'm torturing my mom. Um, the dogs are happier. It's, yeah. it's just, it's, it feels it feels so much better, you know. And, it feels like home. Yeah. And everyone I can see is slightly changing their tune about little things. You need to use this and, and try to, you know, motivate them as well oh, to no, try to follow absolutely. Some, and that's, that's about, what's you know? happening. They're, they're seeing the best way to to convince is by leading by example, you know, so you're doing it. They're watching you do it. Right. So they're more inclined to go do something that they want to right. do. They're, it's good. And that's what that's what 
this is all about. It's about pushing, pushing each other to be better, to do better, and know better. Like that's all I really want. Uh, I want, I want to make the world small, a better place. That, as cheesy as that sounds, <laughs> but I want to make that small little impact. Yeah, you know, course. and if I may only touch 15, 20 people, but those that fifteen, twenty people that I've touched. I've influenced another 20 off of them. Yeah. You know? And it's so, a chain reaction. Exactly. It'll exactly. Keep, it'll keep falling on the floor. Exactly. And that's that's what it's that's what this is all about, man. It's the same way with me in the in the training, the personal training. I just wanna hopefully, you know, inspire some people that they can change their life and then, you know, personal training I'm able to actually help them. Mm-hmm. You know, not just train them in the gym but in life as well. And, you know, I was telling you about the kid that I helped him, you know, train and break yeah. out of his shell and get on the job and he bought a car and right. got himself a girlfriend. And mm-hmm. he told me, you know, I can never thank you enough for what you did to me, for what you did for me. Right. And, uh, you know, right there, I was like, yeah, I know for sure I'm in the right line of work. I mean, this is my passion. I'm helping people. And, like, it was really rewarding when he told me that. And I, I want to do more of that. I want to help change people's life. You know, not just in the gym, but their mindset and outside the gym. Yeah, and, um, you touch so many people's lives. And the other thing is, you don't realize how many people that you're touching. Like, just by an act, a small act of kindness, just being around, you know, yeah. or just walking into a room and you see somebody with a frown and you just smile and it's like, they'll kind of smirk, but then... That has changed the tune slightly. It gave him a little, mm-hmm. a little kick, a little push. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, I really try to do acts of kindness as much as I possibly can. I mean, as small stuff as like when I see every time I see a homeless person, I stop and give them a little bit of money. Right. And it's, you don't. I'm not saying you necessarily have to be that. No, no, no. Because, because it, it, it just makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. That's all. I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, they need to get a job. Sometimes. Sometimes they can't. Sometimes, Sometimes there's, there's some circumstances and where they're going through stuff too. You know, know, and I've been, I've been there. Yeah, I've been there. So if I, you know, if I choose you and someone, whatever, it makes me feel good. Then yeah. I want two, do three dollars, five dollars, yeah. and, and and you know what they say as soon as you give it to them, thank you so much. Yeah, I've I've always had very. How good, much better does that make your day? I've even you had good conversations. Oh, and listen. that was that's. I mean, you don't get that all the time, but yeah. I had some good conversations, and that was that was cool, and I. And I just was thinking, I was like, damn, you know, hopefully one day I'm in the position to give you a job, but not just a few bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be awesome. Wow. The best conversations were at Frisbee Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's also the same as the dogs, too, you know, rescuing dogs. I mean, that's something I really want to do. I, I just genuinely would make me happy. It's yeah. just when people find dogs on the streets, I would like them to call me. I would like to be the guy to go rescue them foster them find them a new home yeah and you know just you know that's something and we had discussed before about you know you you adopting uh, your two dogs and uh, that's something that i wanted to do i've I've always wanted a chinese sharpie that's my dog like that's the that's the like that's your that's yeah like that's it yeah so um I've been following this page called uh, Florida uh, Sharpay Rescue, and I completely thought about buying a new puppy, going to North Carolina, going to Georgia. I've, I've researched it, 
where they where they've been bred and they're champion bred and then I see these dogs and then I'm like, why don't I do that? Because they need a home. Yeah. It's not like a puppy that can stay with you know yeah. the breeder and they may breed those dogs again. These puppies need homes because if not, they can live back. Right. They eat them right. Right. And um, no, I I absolutely. And you know what? Maybe we're speaking this to existence because I can see it in your eyes yeah. right now that there's going to be a little charpe running around yeah, yeah, this no, house a little I, bit. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I can't. I can't wait. I can't wait. This is something I've talked about for a couple years now, yeah. and you know, I, everything that I say that I'm going to do, I I usually get it done. I can tell you this: it'll be a very rewarding feeling to oh. rescue a dog. You know, because yeah. originally I would just. It was, I was selling cars, it was just a single guy, I was 27, 28, and uh, just living in a big two-bedroom apartment by myself. I was like, you know, it's a little, yeah, it was a little, little room in here. here. <laughs> I got a little extra room. So I was like, I'm going to adopt a dog. And I went up to uh, the Miami shelter, and there was like 150 dogs, I and mean, it was crazy. And they were all barking and going crazy, a lot of good-looking dogs. Like, and, uh, and I was like, all right, they're good adopted. You know, when I came up here, I wanted to get the dog that needed the help the most. Um, so I keep walking, and then uh, I brought this girl who was a receptionist at the time, and she was she just wanted to come with me, and she loved dogs too. And she's like, oh, look at this dog. And um, it was this dog with a big cone on his head, a pit bull, red-nosed pit bull, a uh, big cone on her head. And her face was just, she was just down in the corner. I couldn't even really see her. So I kind of walked by her. I didn't even really notice her. And uh, we ended up going, we left and we went to go to one more rescue that was well, about 30 minutes away. And, uh, you know, because I, originally there was a dog that I liked, I saw. And I went up there to look at the dog and he was a little asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he was just a bad dog. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I can't get him. Right. And we're at this other shelter. It's about three... 10 3 20 p.m and um i i just someone was telling me i gotta go back to the other shelter and it was so weird because i didn't even really see this dog and mm -hmm. i played with a bunch of other dogs i gotta meet him and everything but this other dog i didn't really see him she had a big cone over her head she was just sitting in the corner i couldn't even really see her face I was like, someone's telling me I gotta go back there, even though they close at four, and I'm 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 30 minutes away. I'm yeah. just barely gonna make it, and I was like, all right, get in the car, let's go. Yeah. And we just booked it to the other shelter, and we just started running, literally running through all of the <laughs> um, rooms because there's a bunch of rooms with dogs, and we didn't even remember where she was. And uh, finally, like, I found her, and uh, without getting to see her or meet her or anything, I just told them I was like, yeah, I want to adopt her. Um, so I went up to the front and did a little bit of paperwork. I guess they thought that they were no one was ever going to adopt her, so they didn't charge me a penny. They didn't even let me. They didn't even have me do an adoption uh, process or anything. No application. They just literally like so. They gave me her paperwork. Was she was she like she abused? Was used yeah. Or? So she was abused. She was used for uh, a bait dog. Okay. So she was like too friendly to fight, so they would like tie her up and let the other dogs, I guess, attack her and get them like riled up and you know, taste blood. And, um, and she was when I got her, I didn't know this because I could barely see her. But when I when they bring her out to me, you know, after I already signed all the papers and everything, I look at her face and it just completely just mangled. I mean, she has open wounds and scars, and she's bleeding, and half of her ear is ripped in half. She has stitches all the way up her ear. 
and uh, her whole head is shaven off because they had to give her stitches everywhere, so they shaved all of her hair off, and she just looked really bad. And I just kept saying, yeah, you're beautiful. Like, she just had these beautiful golden eyes, and, like, no matter what, everything. Instagram post. I believe it's Instagram or Snapchat. Yeah, she was but, just uh, beautiful, even with all of that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, all right, hop in the car, and we drove home, and she just stared out the window like, I got a new life now. Right. It was crazy. We got home. She smelled everything, was a little nervous. Right. And then I was Damn tired. Man. I drove over to Miami, ran around, and drove back. So I was like, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna hop on the bed. I didn't have a dog bed at the time for her, so I was like, hop on the bed with sleep. And she got on the bed, and it was like she knew this was her home. She just completely changed and started wagging her tail and going in circles and kissing me, loving me. She was, she knew like yeah. it was her new home. Right. And uh, it was just so rewarding. It was the most rewarding feeling I think I've ever had. And I was like, yeah, I got you. Yeah. You know? I, I got yeah, you now. All right. She's he, she's healed up completely, and all of her hair grows back, and everyone loves her. I mean, she's just a beautiful dog, super intelligent. She loves cats, animals, babies, other right. dogs. After everything she's been through, right, right. she's she never lost her spirit. Perfect dog. You know, I could walk anywhere without a leash, and she'll stay right by my side. And then you know, the other one got hit. Like I went up to get her a friend. He got hit by a truck. So he only had three legs. Mm-hmm. I got him right after surgery. I said, you're going to come home and heal. And uh, they look like brother and sisters. Yeah. It worked out really good. Yeah. Most rewarding feeling getting those. Yeah. They, I get home every day. They're wagging their tail. Going I, like, crazy. I like watching the videos when you're, you're, you're I love playing it. with them in the park. Yeah. Or at the, football, at the football field. It's like, no, nah, it's dope. They're like my children, you know? Yeah. And they're always happy. They don't ever complain to me. Yeah. They're always just happy. They're always happy. Yeah. No, Dylan's happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's just, that's one thing I know I would be very happy is rescuing dogs. That's something I feel like I have to do for, for myself, you know? Right. No, it's, it's nice, it's nice to, to, to give. You know? I feel like I just went on a rant there. No, yeah, go on a rant. That was, you know what that was? I'm passionate about that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's and that's what that was. That was that was you. That was you extending your love out. You yeah, know, and that's something I really feel strongly about. And a lot of people are kind of you know they're. I mean, and when it comes to dogs, you know they'll they'll say you know they'll give everything, but I feel like we have to be able to express ourselves freely without you know yeah, feeling like we're about to be judged. Like oh, you're, yeah. you're being so like. There's nothing. There's nothing shameful about that, you know. Yeah. So it's it's good to to get those feelings out. And actually, who knows? Maybe I just inspire someone to go oh, adopt bro. a dog. Maybe <laughs> we just inspire somebody. Never dog. And that's saving life right there. Right. That's what this is all about. Right. That's that's what that's what you know. Man. That's what it's about. It's, it's about making a chain, you know. Bit by bit. Little by little, person by person. <laughs> yeah. I like how you. Added on right there, better. yeah, man. I'm should I might keep my co host, goddamn. I can be in here mixing, uh, yeah, intro yeah, yeah. I'll give you a little soundboard over here, it'd be dope. Well, let me get a beat maker in here, stop making beats. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Timberland. Oh, man. <laughs> so, um, I appreciate you coming. Uh, it's been a real good time, me, man. nah, man. It's it's always a good conversation with me and you, and that's one of the parts that I, I, I love about our reconnection after you know 
the Call of Duty Xbox it's like, days. It's like we never, we never left. Never left the beat, man. So Astronomy shot through roof. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 